You're listening to The Drive with Nathan Hill. Well, good morning, everybody. It's uh, your old buddy Nathan here. My voice, well, maybe this is the morning voice, eh? The, my uh, morning typically begins at around 5.30, 6 a.m., and I'm out driving a little bit earlier today, but uh, feels nice to be outside. Uh, occasionally, I wear a sailor's hat. It's a funny story about that. When uh, a couple friends and I, we went to Royal Oak, Michigan a year or two ago to see uh, Tim and Eric uh, doing their live show. It was pretty good. And anyway, we went to this army surplus, you know, or maybe military surplus store. And, uh, well, gosh darn it, they had the, a surplus of sailor hats three of us decided, well, you know, $4.50 for a a mass-produced sailor's hat was, the price was right, you know, and so we each bought our own sailor hat that day, and it was a joyous occasion, many photos were taken, many people stopped and thanked us for our service, and uh, to which we replied, well, no, we're just... We're, we're fans of the Navy, I, you know, um, actually my grandfather served, uh, in the Navy in World War II in our great country, so, I mean, you know, you look at it that way, oh, this guy's next to me is trying to, pardon me, either keep up or, uh, I don't know what's going on, he's driving a Dodge Dakota, an older, uh, older model, but probably a good solid truck, you know, and uh, now we're approaching a bit of traffic here, ladies and gentlemen, but, you know, that just uh, prolongs the the banter on uh, my morning drive. Um, I guess sometimes in the morning, what a lot of us might do is try to recollect the dreams or images, the dreams that we may have had the night before, maybe it just pops up into our, into our head that, you know, we weren't even consciously, uh, trying to remember something and then, oh, I dreamed about this last night, you know, um, but I'm fine for myself, I don't know exactly what it is, I know I'm dreaming, but my ability to remember, uh, my dreams the way I used to be able to remember them has uh, greatly diminished and I don't know I mean it's not an area of concern per se it's not something I'm overly uh, you know thinking about but I I did notice that today that was just a thought that came into my mind you know I haven't really stopped lately to acknowledge uh many of my dreams Um, but then there are some of the random images from dreams that pop up you know so I guess it still does happen anyway sort of in a standstill right now with this traffic and I didn't realize that the traffic was uh, busier I guess closer to 8 than it is closer to 9 and well son of a gun. I'm beginning to question 
the the light situation down here. Are they synced? Or are they opposite, just to drive people a little more mad, you know, driving around the bend, as it were? These are... These are curious times. But... Oh, I see what's going on. It's one of those short right or short left turn lanes that unfortunately people back up the the passing lane uh, getting into so that people need to be in the right hand lane so that they can sort of cut in through to the passing lane when it gets close enough to the intersection but then it gets backed up so much that people don't realize what's going on and then it gets, well for me I, I typically drive in the right lane anyway unless I'm passing somebody and that's a whole other thing altogether that people, you know, obviously uh, the, uh, the old uh, well, I, I guess since you know, there have been rules on the road uh, but most people don't uh, really either follow the rules, which, you know, here and there you let a few slide. But it, when it comes to the passing lane, that's got to be not only one of the biggest pet peeves, but it's also a serious cause for accidents as well. When you've got two people going the exact same speed, side by side, in two different lanes, and there are only two lanes, that's a conundrum. That's a son of a gun. And uh, I, I, man, oh man, it can get you riled up a little bit thinking about it, does, can't it, you know? Anyway, I've got the sniffles. I usually, that's another kind of common thing. I think probably for most people is the crap that settles in your body overnight, you know? All the pollutants and filth that you've breathed in through the air, that you've inhaled, that you've swallowed in terms of food and fecal matter in the bathroom and all that other crap settles in your stomach and in your face at nighttime when you're asleep and you wake up and you're all making gross sounds. So that's an, uh, that's also, I guess, a uh, charming characteristic of this particular radio broadcast is you could very well be privy to the odd snort, hork, fart, who knows. You know, the morning routine for most people is you're still kind of going through it when you, uh, when you, you know, a couple hours after you even wake up, you know, like there's the, the post-morning routine and that's, you know, you've, you've done your morning routine, but you're still drinking coffee. So then it's the spoils, you know, of the rest of the morning routine. I guess you could go on and on, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a lot of times people might think I'm sick, but it's not that I'm sick. It's just that I'm trying to get, you know, last night's congestion out of me and all that sort of stuff. I'm going to take a short break, but I will be back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey everybody, we're back, and uh, man, the sun is still shining. It's unbelievably uh, beautiful this morning. I should probably put my sunglasses on, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm not really at a red light at this point, so uh, I, you know, 
not the best thing to be doing too much while you're driving. You got to keep your eye on the prize at all times, my friends. Eye on the prize. It's been a fairly sort of uh, half and half sun and storm this past number of days here in London. I was sort of talking about that yesterday. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm leaving to drive to Thunder Bay tomorrow with the fam. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking that maybe all of this rain for the last few days was necessary uh, for clear skies while we're on the highway. And... uh, Considering uh, some of the, you know, if you've ever done the drive from uh, Thunder, well, anywhere between basically Sault Ste. Marie and Thunder Bay, uh, you're looking at, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be aware. You've gotta, you gotta. uh, I, I guess ultimately what I'm saying is that you want the best possible driving conditions to maximize your safety on the road. You want that anywhere, but it's not, you know, like a divided highway. Uh, in the sense of, uh, you know, the 401 or anything like that. When you get north of, uh, or I guess, uh, west, northwest of uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you're looking at some uh, uh, variety of terrain, and and not just terrain, but also animals, uh, wildlife, anything can happen. And uh, for the most part, it's it's literally a two-lane highway. One lane going one way, the other going the other way. So it's... uh, can definitely be unsafe at times if there's construction forget about it you're sometimes waiting for a half an hour um and forest fires forget about it you know like if and right now in uh uh you know northern ontario right now there are a significant number of forest fires uh, threatening uh not just uh the wildlife but also a lot of people i believe there's a been been a number of evacuations or at the very least uh, many uh, plans set in place uh, for uh, any immediate evacuation notice. So uh, I guess ultimately, God, if, uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on, uh, on, on things, I guess, these days. You know, everybody's got an opinion, but, you know, there's a lot happening right in our own backyard so to speak you know right in our own province our own country our own cities what have you uh and so forest fires i mean we saw what happened uh, to in in fort mcmurray and you know a number of years ago uh, but we also saw how in times of uh tragedy or uh, unexpected uh you know destructive forces of nature people come together and uh, it's it's interesting that it takes uh, it takes traumatic experience to bring people together more so than uh, or at least you hear about it more often than than say um, you know the a good a good thing I guess so, yeah. I mean <clears throat> maybe Woodstock uh, in 1969 was a good example of a, of a of half a million people getting together you know. But then again, it turned into a corporate sham, and uh, it ended in uh, some pretty, pretty devastating, uh, traumatic experiences itself. You know, so it's interesting. I don't know if that's if that's human nature. If there's just a few rotten apples in the in the bunch, I don't know. But uh, you know, things do happen, and the human spirit 
stay strong. And that's really a, a wonderful, wonderful thing for the most part. Sipping on my morning coffee. I probably shouldn't be drinking too much coffee, really. It's not good for my kidneys. And, uh, you know, without getting too personal uh, right off the bat, it's, it's essentially it's not a not a, a big deal. It's only uh, but it's polycystic kidney disease that I have not a, not a, you know, not a, it, it hasn't taken control of my life. I still enjoy things, but it definitely requires me to be mindful at the very least of what I put into my body and certainly caffeine and, uh, uh, you know, stimulants of that nature are not necessarily good for your blood pressure. And in my case, uh, I think polycystic kidney disease greatly affects blood pressure uh, not just blood pressure, but also, uh, you know, affects your kidney's ability to function well also. Uh, anyways, you need to keep uh, an eye on your blood pressure. If you have problems with your kidneys, you got to keep your eye out on having a fairly low-sodium diet because salt isn't very good for you, and that's really my weakness is the salt. Uh, sugar, I don't have the sweet tooth as much as the salty tooth, you know? And that's my uh, that that's my downfall. I'm a friggin' chicken wing and uh, burger guy. Not like every day, right? But I believe that everybody should have a cheat day or whatever you want to call it in this crazy game of life and your ever-lasting pursuit to be fit. You know, you see The Rock talk about having having a cheat day. So I guess if I have a cheat day, it's a uh, chicken wings and a hamburger or or something along those lines maybe not exactly you know but uh you've got to live so i i guess uh with with me and my particular uh form of polycystic kidney disease apart from uh watching what i put into my body and uh going to a annual nephrologist uh there's not a whole lot i can do but except maybe slow down the uh, inevitability of uh, kidney failure and perhaps uh, perhaps make my kidneys last just long enough for me to bow out of this uh, existence without needing either a new kidney or one removed. You know, if I could make it out alive or make it out of, out of this life uh, with both kidneys, uh, I guess it's not like it's not a goal, but it's good to have your whole body intact, I would say. I mean, if you had the option, right, you want to go with all 10 toes, so to speak, right? So that's kind of where I'm at is, uh, I don't even have any interest in, uh, donating my, uh, innards, uh, in it to benefit people who might need them. Absolutely no interest in that. Every single year, you know, few years when I go to get my new health card or license or whatever photo ID it is that's required, and they say, do you want to be a donor? Absolutely not. Apart from the fact that my body is probably a disgusting, absolute, you know, useless amalgamation of cells, it's also, uh, I mean, really, it, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I guess it's not something that you can easily put into words. Uh, but I want to be buried, and I want to be buried with all of my all of my, my parts, 
but I do know people like uh, you know I I worked with a lady uh, who don't you know her eyes were donated, uh, and and so you know like that's incredible, right? So it's not to diminish the the goodwill of people. It's just that I don't have as much of the goodwill uh, to go around, uh, and, and especially when I'm dead, I probably will take more care of my body like I'm preparing it now for it when it doesn't you know when it ceases to uh operate that's when I choose to be good to my body <laughs> until then it's going to be a polluted disgusting mess and I think I'm going to leave it there for now folks going to take a break I just saw a dump truck run a red light at uh Main Street, Warrencliffe intersection here going into Lambeth. That was interesting, but uh, the things you see when you're on the drive. I'll talk to you at the end of the day. Hello, everybody. It's me, Nathan, back driving home from a particularly busy day at work, but it was good, it was alright, you know, surrounded by good people, doing good things, and, uh, you know, one day closer to that retirement pension, which I probably don't actually have, uh, I don't know, yeah, but, you know, life is good, it's been a wonderful day, it's my Friday, in fact, and I, like I may have mentioned earlier, I'm going to Thunder Bay, uh, leaving tomorrow, driving, so uh, I will be off work for two-ish weeks, but never fear, I know the uh, sort of the the idea is that this uh, podcast is about me talking while I drive to and from work, but uh, also, um, you know, I may just have to continue the momentum and and talk while I'm driving to Thunder Bay. Uh, which, you know, due to the length of time, is a job within itself, you know. It's a lot of work driving from uh, London, Ontario, to Thunder Bay, Ontario. Maybe one day the Mackinac, or Mackinac Bridge, will go from Port Huron or Windsor to Thunder Bay, you know. You never know. Um, anyway, it was, uh, yeah, productive, and I'm happy about that. The weather and uh, no rain, you know, but again, the construction around here is definitely um, adding to the congestion of the quiet neighborhood streets because many folks are finding alternative routes to take to wherever it is they're going. And, uh, well, that definitely, if that's a situation that you find yourself in the middle of, you've got to plan accordingly and give yourself the time to get to where you're needing to go. Um, uh, you know, uh, and that's really all, all that I can say about that. Um, the, oh, played a lot of music today. I guess music is a fun thing to talk about, uh, when, um, in general, uh, you know, you can talk about subjects, uh, involving uh, not just music, but musicians and bands and all this sort of stuff. You know, a lot of people asking, you know, what's your favorite band or this or that. And for me, gosh, you know, there's a lot of bands out there that I love. Uh, there's a lot of different varieties of music that I enjoy. But I think one of the bands that has stuck with me the longest, where uh, their music was playing in the background through uh, more than one first 
in my life. I would have to say Pink Floyd. The Pink Floyd. Uh, they've got a wide catalog of experimental progression, uh, wacky timing, and uh, all sorts of here and there music spanning from the 60s all the way up until just a few years ago, I think, the last album, some uh, leftovers from their Division Bell record from 1994, um, with their uh, one of the composers in the band and musicians, Richard Wright. Uh, much of the music left over from those sessions being released uh, just a few years ago for the Endless River album that came out, uh, which I think was a, it was all music that Pink Floyd fans hadn't heard yet, but also uh, done in a way that was uh, in tribute to Richard Wright. Uh, you know, and, and you, in most of it, I think there is only one track on that album that is, in fact, even uh, vocal. Uh, so it's a largely instrumental album with a lot of really wonderful songs, you know, and. Uh, and essentially, and that's that, you know, you can't go wrong with, uh, you can't go wrong with Pink Floyd. There's some classics like The Wall and, uh, you know, Dark Side of the Moon, but some of the stuff in between and beforehand, there are some real good hidden gems, you know, See Emily Play, that's a Sid Barrett classic that, uh, you know, is, uh, uh, well, I hear some beeping, actually, what's going on? Oh, it's a big, huge... Backhoe backing up. I am at an intersection with a half of the street is dirt and the other half is asphalt and lanes are closed. So what used to be a turning lane is now an oncoming traffic lane and this, that, and the other. I'm going crazy. I'm still reeling off of not being at work right now. Um, Anyway, sorry for the beeping. It threw me off. So yeah, Pink Floyd, great, great, great band. Can't praise their talent, sound, and songwriting ability enough. And I highly recommend all of you to listen to a Pink Floyd song that you have not yet heard. And if you need an album to pick from, check out their album, Metal. It was one or two albums before The Dark Side of the Moon. And it has a lot of really good tunes. Kind of a bluesy album, in fact. Uh, you know, there's... Uh, um, it, it, and some acoustic-based songs, which you also don't hear much from Pink Floyd. You know, they're very well known for their spacey, uh, you know, amplified sound. Not necessarily heavily amplified in terms of metal, but just soundscapes and... And, and various sound effects, especially on David Gilmour's guitar and Richard Wright's keyboard playing. Uh, so you don't get a whole lot of that with the metal album. It's a very, you know, acoustically driven, but, but also just a, a blues driven album, in my humble opinion. And I think it's probably one of my favorites favorite albums period not even necessarily Pink Floyd but when you just look at the musicianship on that record and compare it to the musicianship on other records I mean holy smokes it's a darn good album to listen to anyway there's a lot of these developments in this area of London it's a crazy area but it's a lot of fun driving around and 
you know, when you live in a city long enough to see such significant growth and change, um, it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing, you know, it's kind of tricky. You like the idea of having this sort of, a you know, the age old question of, of, uh, developing a city, do you build up or do you expand? Because of course, when you expand, you're going to be taking up a lot of land, but when you build up, that means a lot of apartments and condos and stuff, you know, and some people just want a house. I don't know, but it's all good in the hood. McDonald's $1 fountain drink. Oh, I shouldn't even be talking about that wretchedly disgusting horrible business that I typically grab a burger from once or once in a while. I think I'm going covering a lot of the same ground here. I'm going to need to think of different uh different burger joints to talk about if talking about burgers is going to be a daily occurrence for me. Uh I don't know, but um anyway, you know, I'm almost at the end of my drive here. I hope that everybody who is listening, according to the previous uh, episode, there are at least, there's at least one person listening, two if you count myself, so I hope that there's something here, a little nugget, and you know, these, the, uh, this show will certainly develop as I continue doing it, um, I can't promise the frequency, but it is my hope to do a five day a week gig, this might be different when I'm on vacation, but stay tuned. There's a lot of good stuff coming up in the next few days. I can't wait to release the next episode. Keep on rocking on, my friends. I'll see you next time.